All right, hello, idiots on parade, the two ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Things are well here. Um, Cat finally shut up in the background. We just had a, an aborted uh, attempt at podcasting, and I was explaining to the listeners, our stupid cat was outside for most of the morning, came to the door, meowed, and said, I want to come in. Came in, took a shit on the floor, and then went back to the door and meowed and said, I want to go out. And so I, I, I said, fuck you, yeah, get out. But now he wants to come back in. And I'm like, no, you don't, you don't get to come back in. Fuck you. You just want to come in to take a piss on the floor now or something. So yeah. He was sitting at the door meowing, and I ignored him for over 10 minutes, so I think he finally realized, oh, I guess I'm not getting let back in. I'm going to go wander around the yard some more. You made the right move. You know, I, I, I think I remember a famous president once saying, shit on the floor once, shame on you. Uh, shit on the floor again, and uh, I, I don't remember how the rest of the quote goes, but basically you're not going to shit on the floor uh, more than once today. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so much to talk about today. We got a lot going on. Let's 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 open quickly with a throwback to an old podcast before we jump into current news. Um, we we've talked about sex dolls uh, on a couple podcasts, and uh, right after we talked about it, I found a link. A former professional sex doll repairman has lifted the lid on what happens to overused sex dolls, and it's not pretty. So you made the joke, you know, like, what happens? you got to clean it out. And, and For, Wait, former sex doll repairman. Now, is he collecting a pension off that, or did he just find a different <laughs> job? How does that career, how does that it, career path work? Did they go into that at all? It doesn't say what he does today. I, I All the way at the bottom, he just, uh, there was a documentary, uh, Love Me, Love My Doll in 2007. He was featured in that. Really? And, yeah, but it so doesn't is he, say... So is he repairing sex dolls? Like, is, is this a government job, or is he in the private sector? Oh, private sector. Now, this is, this is where it gets okay. uh, hilarious and, I don't want to say freaky. He is not a former mortician, but he was a, like a mortician's assistant. So he worked with dead bodies all the time. And uh, he basically... As he he bought his own sex doll and then asked for a repair kit so he could do maintenance, got one or realized. Wait they a minute, this guy. Oh, I I read that article when you first sent it to me. I I can't believe I didn't piece this together until now. This guy was a mortician, and he got a sex doll. That's a red flag right there, dude. I I'm would sorry. Think so, yeah, he works with dead bodies and he wants to fuck basically a thing that's not alive that looks human but doesn't move or breathe anymore. I, I I'm just saying, dudes like that shouldn't be working. <laughs> I, you know, no, that's I, weird. I would it. I now I I think they. I don't know if we talked about there. There was the the case or the outrage, and rightfully so, uh, in England about creating pedophile sex dolls so that they could live out their fantasies and not hurt kids that is wrong a mortician that wants to fuck a doll instead of a body yeah you know the body would be dead either way so you know i think this one's kind of a gray area no harm no foul you know the kids that's disgusting and wrong and i think oh, we yeah. talked about if if it you know you get the address and when they open up the kid's sex doll you just arrest them and put them in jail this one eh, it's gross but you know eh. Sure, I, I see what you're saying. De definitely not as bad as the kid thing. However, what I'm saying is, that, like, I'm not saying that the oh, sex dolls themselves are wrong. I'm not saying that working at a mortuary is wrong. I'm just saying when you have both of those things combined, it's kind of like how 
if somebody was working at a daycare center and uh, you went home and he had not a, not a kid sex doll like they're trying to do in England per se, but a midget sex doll in a uh, Peter Pan <laughs> outfit. You know, you, you don't let him work at the daycare center agree, anymore. You know I what agree. I'm saying? Red flag. This guy shouldn't be working around corpses. He seriously, uh, it's not, it's, it's not, it's not just the health benefits. It's not, it's not just the dental insurance that that guy's into that job for is all I'm saying. I know. I agree. But that's, that's what I'm saying is, you know, if, if he, if he, and I'm going to be graphic here, if he happens to put a finger in granny, you know, like that's the no harm, no foul. Like who, who does that hurt? A kid actively hurt. You know, he's still, the mortician still has fucked up thing, thoughts going on in his head that aren't right. But you know, if you're taking out your fucked up thoughts on a dead body, no one, no one's getting hurt no matter how well, gross it's not, it is. Yeah. It's okay. I'm not, I'm not debating what's worse, pedophile or necrophiliac. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm I, not, I agree. I'm not I, saying that it's right. I, I agree question, like, that if it's If I wrong. had to have one of those two things on my job application resume, yeah, I'm going with necrophiliac, sure. But <laughs> I, I'm just saying neither one of those is good. And having a, having is that like listed the under real special doll, skills or hobbies? <laughs> I, um, well, I don't think it matters where it goes. You're not getting the job. <laughs> He's just, you're not getting the job. It listed as been. You can't, you can't polish that one. Uh, that's never going to be a glasses half full kind of, uh, kind of section on the resume there. Uh, well, either way, here's the the messed up part of the story. The the thing he repaired the most during his time was uh, the joint areas, like the the storage. He said storage ruined the doll more than sex so it wasn't like he had oh, to replace see, when i heard joints at first i was picturing that these guys were putting them in weird yoga positions that <laughs> real women can't go <laughs> you know what I mean? like, like they got some weird yoga fetish and <laughs> they're tired of uh having to pay for emergency room bills for their for their 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 partners or whatever oh that's so they funny. just get sex dolls that they bend into pretzels and no he says it's storage they listen to that they listen to that namaste music in the background you know what I mean? That flute and it just kind of—that <laughs> weird kind of, you know, pseudo spiritual uh, South American flutesy type of stuff. Um, now here's here's the fucked up part. Uh, he remember what you said? Like uh, we, we talked about this uh, on the sh- on the previous podcast is that you are never any less horny than right after you come and you wanted to talk about the guys that spent the $7,000, had sex, and went, wow, this was a waste of money. So there were people that tried to return sex dolls, and the sex doll industry said, nope, uh, you bought it, you own it, we don't take returns. (laughs) I shouldn't have to write this on the box, but (laughs) goddammit, you cannot spooge in that thing and even get half your money back. Uh, That thing is worthless now. So what they would do is when they discovered he was a sex doll repairman, they started sending people that wanted to return their sex dolls to him, and he would, you know, refurbish them. He's doing the Lord's work. (laughs) He would refurbish them and sell them, and people would buy them. He's like, yeah, I would make $1,000 or so on, you know, like I'd spend $200 to repair it. A refurbished sex toy. Exactly. So so that means there's a secondary market for sex dolls. It, <laughs> there's a second. I thought it was sad dolls. when we started off talking about sex dolls. Like, wow, that's a 
That's a sad, pathetic thing to do. Like, I would rather have my girlfriend walk in on me having sex with another real woman than have her walking in on me having sex with one of those real dolls. And I think she would, too, honestly. But that being said, the one thing sadder than that is a refurbished sex. <laughs> like, it should just come with cyanide pills. You know what I'm saying? Because after you finish... Blowing it into a, a refurbished sex toy. You know, you already have that shame washing over you and the waste of money. And then you have to deal with the realization that, oh, I'm not even the first guy to do that with this one. Yeah, yeah, I'm the second, <laughs> third, fourth. They, they didn't say how many. Who, who knows, man? Maybe it's just been a conveyor belt of dudes that have just gone into this thing before. Um, I'm just going to end it now. Uh, it's, it's a good point. Um my favorite, there is a great line in this article. He does talk about uh, male sex dolls for women. And uh, the guy has a line, he goes, women don't buy dolls very often. They're completely different sexual beings. If you're a woman, would you ever buy a 132-pound dummy to try and wrestle into the sack when the job only requires two D-cell batteries? So basically, yeah. it's like, yeah, why would a woman buy a sex doll when they've got a vibrator? Sex dolls for women is code for sex dolls for gay men or for yeah. men that identify as women. Women or are not buying it. Men that uh, are closeted and think gay is bad, but they are gay, who were raised uh, overly religious and had the Bible beaten into them, but they need a sex doll on the side to take care of their fantasies because then it's not gay because it's a doll, but they're that way and Jesus saved them. I don't know. Well, you know, I would have just... I would have just left them in camp one on that one. There's no there's no need to shame our customers. I mean, I, I do feel like we're in this industry at this point. We've we've done enough podcasts talking about this that I feel like we're subject matter experts. So we're gonna start selling sex dolls, people. And we're not gonna we're not gonna shame you on uh you know, what kind you want, why you want it. Unless unless again you work at a mortuary and then we don't serve to your kind and you're scum. Well, I mean, technically and, and sadly, this is, I think, the third podcast we've talked about sex dolls on. The only other three-part podcast we had was Scientology. So I feel like we... those are two good topics to hit three times, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no like, I'm not uh, saying it's, it's bad. We, we, we can, this one's got legs. You know, this is, this is funny. I mean... Well, and we're also always finding out new shit about sex dolls. I mean, when we, we it's first It's fucking fascinating. Started, I'm not going to lie. This yeah. ended up becoming way more interesting than I ever thought sex dolls would be. There's there's way more going on with this industry than uh, than I, I realized. There's more well, than meets the eye with these sex dolls. Exactly. Like, we started talking about it on a goof, and it still is a goof, but then we learned about the Amazon reviews. Now, today, we learn about the secondary market, and the, it's it really is fascinating. And I, I, man, if we could, if we have any listener out there who knows someone with a sex doll, uh, we'd love to have a call in. We would love to interview and find out <laughs> what's going on inside your noggin. So yeah. Get the word out there. Idiots on Parade wants to talk to anyone that owns a sex doll. Why did they buy it? And, and, you know, it doesn't have to be one of these $7,000 ones. If you have an old school uh, beach ball sex doll that you put your wiener into, uh, we're we're game to understand why. Yeah, um, I I forgot I forgot they had the the kid ones in England. That's fucking weird. Nah, that's fucking disgusting. I don't even feel you like know you know who I would like to. <laughs> I w I want to know who the first like guy to bring that up with because it's hard to it's. <laughs> It's got to be hard to bet for camp pedophile. You know what I'm saying? Publicly. Like, that's a weird... 
It's just a weird stance to take, even though I, I mean, I sort of see the logic a, a, a little bit, although I would say that if you have yeah, it's those very urges, flawed logic, but you can you can see where they're coming from. Kind of. You're like, oh, OK, yeah. like, sex with the doll instead of a kid. But that doesn't work that way. But it's like a smoker's patch for pedophiles. Right. No, no, it's not. It's good. But it's, that first that yeah. first guy that invented it probably has his own reasons. He wasn't altruistic going, you know, I want to save some children. I'll invent a sex doll that looks like a kid. He, he's probably got some fucked up shit going on inside his head that he's right. trying to uh, cover. Yeah, and it's it's just, it's got to affect, now I'm curious to see who brought that up and why, because... It's going to be hard to go back to whatever your normal job is after that. After you were the guy in the paper trying to make the dolls. That's just weird. It is. Give me five seconds. Now the asshole dog wants to go out, and I can't take my laptop with me. So I will uh, Has he been edit shitting this on five seconds too? out of the podcast. I will be right back. Well, I'm going to stop there from being uh, dead air. I'm just going to say... Yeah, don't, don't get sex dolls, people. It's a waste of money. Don't don't give in to to big sex dolls propaganda. All right, it doesn't feel like real women. It's not the same. And don't for listen the record, to their lies. They probably fucking cause cancer too, and they're not going to tell us until forty years later. Just like cigarettes. Um, for the record, I was able to let the dog out and uh, keep the cat still outside. The cat darted for the door, and I'm like, nope, not you. All right, so uh, next up, let's talk about what's going on today as we speak, August 12th, uh, 2017, Year of Our Lord. Uh, white nationalists, racists, Nazis, Klan members are descending on the University of Virginia, Charlottesville, uh, in Virginia, and they are they're they're protesting the removal of confederate statues so they're rallying around a statue they're literally carrying torches tiki torches symbolism i i I like how instead of like making an old school racist torch they just went to you know home depot and bought some patio uh tiki torches and are carrying those that's that's kind of they got, yeah, that's 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 it's just lazy. It's yeah. you can't you know it's 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 lazy. That's why they're losing the cultural wars because of stupid bullshit like that. They just they don't have the commitment that they used to these these white nationalists. Well, actually, they do have the commitment, and that's actually very good, I believe, because back in the day, they would put on their little clan uh, hoods and march around and be anonymous. Every picture I look at has these these angry white men carrying their tiki torch. No hood. So I would love the idea that as all these pictures are taken, someone gets online, starts identifying these fucks, and gets all their information out there. Like, hey, just so you know, uh, Bob Smith is a racist asshole. Hey, just so you know, Mark Johnson is a racist asshole. Like, show them, and, and you know, with their, their angry, we love the, the Confederacy faces, and get it out there to the world. Expose these fucks for who they are. Because So have, have you seen pictures, or is it, is it like do they actually have guys in clan outfits there and like Nazi flags and shit or is it just well, they don't, people they, it's it's people but they they said the clan is showing up today so the pictures are all from last night's rally which was just angry white men they call themselves alt right but they do identify as Nazis they throw the Nazi symbolism uh when yeah, the clan but shows up kind of a big umbrella you know just just calling everybody who identifies as 
far right but not into no far right is different far right is one thing alt right is the term for white supremacist racist they threw alt on to soften the clan nazi blow alt right literally is white supremacist really because i hear that term get thrown at a lot of people that aren't necessarily nazis you know what i'm saying but that's the point is they're trying to confuse the issue they are trying to as I just said, soften the blow. They're, they're trying to create this, this mix of, oh, well, I'm uh, alt-right in the sense that I'm pro-America, but I'm not anti-Hispanic, uh, except they well, shouldn't then, dude, be here. Well, then, dude, the left is doing home. their job for them because the left is the one that I usually hear using that term, and they're not just using that for KKK members. Usually they're using it for people that are probably about five, seven steps below that shit, you know? Yeah. Well, the whole point is, uh, like, under Obama, we had eight years of people saying, we elected a black president, racism is dead. And so in a way, and this is horrible, it's good that this rally is taking place because it shows we still have a lot of racism to overcome in this country. And when I, maybe not a lot. I mean, it's, it's there. Hopefully this is a, you know, small, small segment of America, but who knows how large it is. It's good to see it out in the open, not because, yay, white pride, but because, okay, look, we have problems. We are aware of them. We cannot deny them like we used to when we would say, oh, racism's gone, black president. Now we have to admit we have racism and problems, and we need to fight it. Well, but... Or drone strike it. They're all there in Charlottesville. Why don't we just bomb it? That, you know, boom, there, you guys are dead. (laughs) Or maybe not drone strike, but maybe uh, equip the drones with, like, piss and shit bombs. So as they rally, they get piss and shit dropped on them. And then everyone has a good laugh. I'd be cool with that. But I I don't know. I I think there's there's too much of that on the left going on, trying to, like, stop people from saying what they want to say. and Because that, that doesn't hurt their argument, really. I mean, the the way that you defeat someone's ideas is by shining light on those ideas, uh, not not just shutting them down and making it to where they can't talk. I mean, if you if you let the clan show up with these guys, who a, a lot of them are trying to, I I would imagine, because this is usually what you hear people say when they talk about these Confederate statues and things, is they they say, well, it's it's part of history, and you know, it's not. No, 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 we're not here to you know support any kind of racism or whatever. This is this is just you know to honor uh, the people that fought for the South and the. Blah, 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 blah. But if you have people standing next to that guy in a fucking clan outfit. Then it doesn't make that that argument's done. Like you're done. There's a guy with a fucking clan shit on. So let him show up. That's what's gonna make your argument look horrible. Whereas if you if you just block this thing and keep it from happening somehow and do whatever, all you're doing is is drawing up um, supporters who you know kind of like the old timey Confederate shit. That, but that would have gotten turned away by seeing like, well, oh, I don't want to be roped in with the fucking clan, you know. All you're doing is is is, is you're drawing up support around those people. It's kind of like that. Um, who? What was that? The, the name of the Milo Yanalaka? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah what yeah. was his name? I, I know. Uh, my, I know. I can't say his last name, but I know who you're talking about Yanalopoulos yeah. or Yano, whatever. Yeah. Right. That guy. So he he would get these spots speaking on college campuses. And 
people on the far left who I, I agree with on most things, you know, would, would show up and they'd protest and shut it down, not on our campus. This is hate speech. I'm going to throw a rock while screaming about safe spaces and all. They did their fucking bullshit, you know, and they would make it to where he couldn't talk. Drew up a ton of support on the right for that guy, sold no, him a ton of books. What ended up getting him is actually recording from a podcast of Joe Rogan's like two years ago where he had the guy on and just, hey, we're going to do like a two, three hour podcast like Joe Rogan does. And I'm going to let you say whatever the fuck you want. Not going to agree with a lot of it, but hey, you, you can talk. I respect you. I respect your ideas. You know, I'll listen, well, whatever. I don't know about respect you your ideas, but I'll well, let yeah, you but talk. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll respect them in that I will let you say them without, shut it down, shut it yeah, down, yeah. no hate speech. Um, so he just let the guy talk, and he's one of those guys, you give him enough rope, he's going to hang himself with it. And that's what he did. He spot off some crazy shit about gay older men mentoring young boys yeah, yeah. uh-huh and 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 it shut him down and so you know keeping a guy from talking is not what ended up getting that guy shut down literally it was the opposite of that it was letting the guy talk and fucking recording it because bad ideas uh, you you put light on them and they're gonna wither so that's that you know that's that's what you do with this no, I agree with you. I agree with you, but I also think that we should uh, fill water balloons with piss and throw it at them as they as they talk. <laughs> um, this is a good That'd one. That'd be kind of fun, yeah. There, there's another rally. Uh, this is called uh, a rally to unite the right, and um, oh, they they're have, rhyming. They got bars. Yeah. <laughs> well, they have another one planned. They have uh, so this was one in Charlottesville. They want to on September 16th. They, um, they they applied for a, uh, not a petition, or maybe, uh, uh, what's it called when you apply for a, um, a permit? I knew it was a P word. They applied yeah. for a permit so that they could have another Unite the Right uh, rally in Washington, D.C. on the, uh, the wall, the mall, I mean, not wall, the, the mall where all the rallies take place. It's uh, going to be the Woodstock of white supremacy. We're going to oh, have every kind of music there. We're going to have bluegrass. We're going to have country. We're going to hear the sound of me fucking my sister into a loudspeaker. It's going to be amazing. Funny you should mention music because uh, they didn't check um, the calendar because there is already a rally sponsored for that day. And whether or not they both happen, um, Unite the Right wants to come on September, what did I say? Let me scroll back, 16th. Unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, there is a Juggalo march already scheduled for that day so that Juggalos can go up and proclaim their love for the insane clown posse in Washington. And I can think of nothing better than having hillbilly redneck Trump supporters and Juggalos at the same place with the dueling marches, clown paint and incest. It's, it's going to be Battle of the White Trash. It's, it's, it's going to be amazing. You have moonshine and what's the the soda? Fago, Fogo. The, oh the, yeah, was the, it the, the Fogo? Drink. Is it Fago? I, I like can't. That. Yeah. So that'd be funny. All right, let's do over. I could be amazing, and you know, I don't know who would have worse music on that one. That would be a fucking, yeah. That's, that's a good point. Wow. All right, let's do overlook news. You got a story, Jake? I do. I don't want to type it into the phone I'm recording on because that's what fucked us up last time. Uh, so give me a second to type mine in. Uh, you should start while I'm Do you have I'm, it memorized or? 
Yeah, basically, I could do it. Um, so, uh, my my news story was about uh, divorces are going up in Indonesia, and the thing that's being blamed for those divorces is uh, pigeons. Pigeons. Well, there's there's an interesting culprit. Please expand. Well, guys are fucking pigeon. No, um, they are racing pigeons and gambling. You, you know how like we would do so like gambling uh, horse is races destroying and, the, uh, the the marriages yes, there. Yes, specifically gambling on, pigeons? gambling on pigeons. Yeah, it's in a it's in a province where most of the women work because just the jobs there are catered more to to women. I guess I, I didn't I didn't read specifically what it is, but I I don't know if it's like a big tourist thing or, or what. But a lot of the dudes are unemployed. Because their type of work, I guess there's not a lot of it there. So they end up becoming pilots. And by pilots, they don't mean flying a plane. They mean racing pigeons. And so they'll spend all this money racing pigeons and gambling on them. And uh, apparently it's uh, causing rent problems. And yeah. um, That is the most goddamnedest thing I have ever heard. Yeah. Pigeons. Pigeon racing. How do they get... I mean, I guess there are honing, honing pigeons that, uh, you know, deliver messages and go home, but I just can't think of any bird racing from point A to point B unless it is a honing pigeon where they they uh, know where, you know, it's going to go. So they just sort of have a set yeah. or time. I, I, you know, it's not like a, a greyhound race or a horse race where they, they're, they're trained to go in a loop. I don't know how you train something with a, a brain the size of a pea. I don't know. Yeah, it seems... It, it... It really does seem difficult. Now that you bring it up, I, I, these are very under-respected animal trainers, man. <laughs> <Like> this is <laughs> some amazing shit, man. Like, dude, dude I, I don't care that Ringley Brothers Circus, these guys got nothing on somebody who can take a pigeon and have fly across the thing uh, faster than the other guy's pigeon without going, being, being like, oh, what time, what, what, what month is it? August? I'm flying south. Fuck you. Like, I'm not, I'm not racing anymore. <laughs> I'm retiring. Um, I, I'm I am migrating. I'm out of here. Dude, I'm done. Yeah, but they, they, they train them to, they train them to race, man. I just like the idea of, I mean, dog tracks are sad enough. You yeah. know, I mean, horse tracks is at least like a prestigious, like, oh, we're going to, you drink some mint juleps in a three-piece suit. Yes, I say there's a little bit of that. There's a little bit of, like, fanciness with that. There's none of that with dog tracks. None well, of that. I, even, I have... even less with pigeon racing. I just like the idea of degenerate gamblers going, Come on, big flappy! Daddy needs a new pair of everything, <laughs> you son of a fly! Like, no, don't migrate! Don't migrate! You're fucking racing! Don't do it! Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna push back a little bit. I uh, as a comedian play casinos, and I did go to one that had a greyhound track, and because you know it's free and you can just wander around, I did watch a couple of greyhound races, and I did not hate them as much as I thought I would. I didn't think I would hate them. I just thought they'd be boring, but. It, I, I couldn't see throwing money oh, yeah, down it's or becoming cool. obsessed. Don't get me wrong, but it's it, it, you gotta admit though, it's it's slimier though. Just the idea yeah. of of dog racing as opposed. Well, I would to admit that the stands were not filled with the best and the brightest. It That's was, what I'm was, saying. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, sure but, this casino, the place with like the giant, uh, you know, hundred foot fountain built on uh, the the money from degenerate gamblers. Yeah, they can afford to to make a. Just stadium look nice for whatever, man. Like horse racing, dog racing, midget wrestling. Like it doesn't matter. Like the casino can afford to make shit look nice. I'm just right. saying the sport itself is definitely it's down. It's not the sport many- of kings. 
No, it's it's not it's not horse racing. It's down many pegs on the prestige level. And I'm saying pigeon racing makes dog look racing look like horse racing. Fair enough. I, I will agree with that. I will not push back against that. All right. Um, my Overlook story of the week, I thought this would go viral because I saw it, I think, three times on Facebook. And it was one of those things that I was just waiting for it to explode and go across the nation as the new outrage. But it didn't. It just I saw those three posts. It came and it went kind of quick. And I... Let me just tell you what happened. Uh, the, the headline is... A cop stopped a car for speeding, then pointed a gun at a passenger for more than nine minutes while waiting for backup, was uh, given in the story. So, uh, California, uh, Route 101 south of San Jose, officer noticed a car passing him going 85 miles an hour, uh, so he pulled it over, and while there, uh, he asked for a license and registration, and the passenger began reaching under his seat and so the guy pulled his gun and then held the gun on him. The passenger's movement freaked him out, and so he kept the gun trained on him, and the guy was like, okay, I'm not reaching under the seat again. Take your gun off me. And then they started videotaping, and the cop was very professional. He just, you know, they're like, hey, why you got your gun on me? I'm not reaching under the seat. And the cop would just say, I understand. You're not reaching under the seat. Yep, I hear you. Okay. You know, like he was just very clipped in his speech. Yep. And, uh... Look, here's here's my take on it. I I I'm going to go with the cop on this one and here's why. As I'm going to go back in time. Jake, do you remember how many years ago was it? 10, 15 years ago when all the outrage was how many cops were tasing people like, "Oh, cops just pull their tasers out and they tase people." Uh a, a little bit because it was causing heart problems. You can have a heart attack. It's it's, right. it's possible, you know. If, I mean, it's rare, but well, it was made famous yeah. with that. Don't tase me, bro. That guy, you remember him? Yeah, this guy uh, said bro a lot too. Yeah. So um, he was also yelling and cursing at the cop a lot, which I again not saying the cop was in the right. All I'm saying is we didn't see the the beginning of the video either, so it's kinda, yeah, it's yeah. kind of and we did hear a guy fucking cursing at the cop a lot, and it's like, dude. Cops pull their guns because they're scared. I'm not saying racism has nothing to do with why, they, why they're scared sometimes. I'm just saying the, the the end result like that makes them pull the gun is something happened to make them scared. Whether that's right. just 100% right. bigotry on their part or 100% what you're doing. Um, yeah, it's going to vary situation to situation and person to person. That being said, cursing at the cop and calling him a fucking retard. It's not. It's not going to make him less aggressive, and it, and it makes it leads me to believe that in the beginning of the video, you weren't just going, "Oh yeah, let me just here. I'm just looking for my registration." No, I'm guessing under your seat. Of, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking for my registration under my seat. He was. He probably had. I if I had to guess, now it could be the guy just got pissed off because the gun was on him. That is entirely possible. That being said. Based on this guy's reaction throughout the entire video, he calms down a little bit in the middle, but especially at the beginning, I'm guessing there was a lot of cursing and aggression out of the guy as he's reaching under the seat to look for it. It's probably like, wait, wait, fucking pull us over, bro. We weren't even going that fast. What are you and so it's like, that's, dude, that's going to make him nervous. Now, am I saying that the cop should have had the gun on him the whole time? No, especially once the guy calmed down and you see his hands the whole time. It, 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 yeah, like, just put, like, I'm putting it down just, you know... Well, Make sure I can see your hands. I mean, that probably should whatever. But I'm just saying, people look at cops too much as like, oh, well, they're a robot that that works for the government, and they should only. I mean, 
you should look at them also as people who have a gun. And I'm just saying, like, whether the cop was in his right, the right or the wrong to pull the gun, we didn't see the beginning of the video. Um, there's a smart way to talk to a person with a loaded gun, and there's a stupid way to talk to a person with a loaded gun. And I, I saw that guy picking the stupid way the whole time. Maybe the cop was in the wrong, maybe not. I think he was definitely in the wrong for keeping it on him as long as he did. He could have lowered it. He could. The guy did calm down, maybe take it off him then. Either way... I, I would guess based off of the, the way I saw that guy, he was he was probably acting pretty aggressive toward the cop to make him do it. Now, did the cop overreact by doing the gun? Probably, yeah. These were probably two dumb people <laughs> interacting. That's why the fuck a gun got pulled, you know? Well, I'm going to disagree with you. I think the cop had to keep the gun on him the whole time because I do believe the cop was probably afraid. Like you say, we don't see the beginning of the tape. But here's why. I want, I want to talk about two things. There's a reason I went back in time to the tasers and everybody's saying, oh, they stopped tasing. And now we're in a situation where they're like, stop shooting. He didn't shoot. You know, like no one is saying that. Like, I'm going to it must suck. It must be frightening to have a gun pulled on you and held on you for nine minutes. Yes. But I also think it would suck to be a cop. Uh, when you are, you know, afraid when someone is yelling at you and reaching under a seat. And here's why. Um, I listened to a podcast called Embedded, and there's also a, a news story from two days ago, August 10th, where a shocking video from a, a, a body cam from a cop shows him getting shot at point-blank range. This cop walks up to a homeless guy, and I can't remember if there was a full aggression or what's going on, but he says, hey, buddy, I need you to, I need to talk to you. The guy turns around and just shoots the cop. It oh, happens wow. in a heartbeat. And the Embedded yeah. episode, the podcast I listen to, uh, they, they show a co they, it's a training video. They show police officers. Uh, this guy enters a domestic, uh, no, it wasn't a domestic dispute situation. It was afterward. The girlfriend calls the, the cops and says, hey, my boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. The boyfriend leaves, so the cop goes to his house and says, come on outside, talk to me. They're literally just standing there talking. He's like, you know, I, I understand you were upset at your girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. We're just casually talking, and out of nowhere, the guy pulls out a gun and shoots and kills the cop. And so you have two situations, the cop getting shot. So you have this cop, you know, say like you say that he lowers the gun and says, okay, you're calm now. Well, you don't know what that guy, the guy was aggressive. He was reaching under the seat. You don't know what's in his hand. The cop kind of has to keep the gun pointed at him for his own safety until backup arrives. The guy can be unhappy, and I would be unhappy if I had a gun pulled on me. But I see the cop's point of view because the instant he goes, okay, you're calm, I'm putting the gun down, bam, he could be shot and killed. It's a bad situation overall. And again, why are we not commending, like there's always saying like, oh, the cops are so fast to shoot, the cops are so fast to shoot. Now we're going to say they're too fast to be afraid and protect. He didn't pull the trigger. It must suck to right, have a right. gun pulled on you. Yes, I would hate to have a gun on me for nine minutes, but in those nine minutes, I would leave my hands on the dash. I would be, I'm not trying to victim blame, you know, but they aren't really victims. They had a gun pulled on them. It sucks, but it was a cop. It was an authority figure and you got to listen to him and, you know, shit, he didn't get shot. It wasn't just like, ah, oh, he's right. reaching under the seat. Bang, 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 bang. But see, you know? then again, we can't really for sure take either side with 100% True. accurately. Yeah, and and, that, yeah, and unfortunately, can. that's the I'm way it is for a lot of these videos. I'm just giving my opinion and you're giving yours, yes. Right, right. And I mean, we can only go off of what we saw on the film. And unfortunately, with a lot of these um, in encounters with, with police, we don't catch the beginning of what started the thing. Like, we don't, we don't catch the beginning of, well, why is the cop doing this? <laughs> We, we, we don't get that part. We only get somebody pulling out a cell phone 
once a dude is already being wrestled to the ground or has a gun on him yeah. or something like that. So we can we can assume that the guy was just being aggressive and cursing and reaching under his seat and just whatever. Or we can assume that the guy was calm and like, hey, oh, registration, no problem. Let me just look for it. And was it one of those two things? It was probably somewhere in the middle. Um, it, but it could have been either one. It, it could have been off to either side of that spectrum. We don't know. And, you know, unfortunately, we're, we're not going to know. Um, I'm just saying... Like I, I, I did a lot of checkpoints while I was uh, deployed, and yeah. a lot of it comes down to kind of reading situations. Um, yeah, granted, you got to be careful. You, you know, yeah, but I, under the circumstance, I think I would have lowered it just because the guy had his hands up. He's leaning back. If he reaches under the seat and he's got a gun down there, I still have time to pull my shit back out. He's not. He's not going to go quicker. Like I'm. I'm on him. I'm watching him. And then you also have other factors. Like um, it's sort of like a probability thing. Like uh, for one thing, the guy did have tattoos on his hands, which as a cop, like I don't know. If you have tattoos on the top of your hands, I'm not saying it makes you shit bag, but I'm just saying. You have just increased your likelihood of getting a gun pulled on you at a check at a. Um, at <laughs> yes. a I'm just saying, you know, like who? There's as an, a demographic, people with tattoos on the top of their hands uh, commit more crimes than people without them. Yes, so uh, just know that that's a probability. Not saying you don't, not telling you not to do it. Um, I, I I I like tattoos. I think they look good. That being said, you will You're get more get guns pulled on you by cop. Yes, yes, and. F- for good reasons. As a demographic, people with the tattoos on the top of their hands tend to commit a lot more crimes than people without tattoos on the top of their hands. Yes, just, uh, just three saying. areas. You got you got your uh, you got your normal tattoos, but the three uh, areas where you look at them just a little differently are the hands, the neck, hands, and the face. Hands, neck, and face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you got hands, neck, and face tattoos, uh, your odds of getting a gun pulled on you uh, quite a bit, uh, quite a bit more. And then also. It, it, you know the guy. So that that is one factor weighing against the guy as far as just reading a situation. What, what's the odds of this being a problem, right? I, I, outside the guy's attitude, if the guy was acting aggressive before he got the gun pulled on him, obviously that's why he fucking got the gun pulled. But um, well, that's another you also, thing. Very but quickly, you have very a woman quickly. in the car. Like, honestly, yeah. in in favor of the guy being calm, you got a woman in the car, man. Um, if if you are just dudes, your odds of you know being violent, doing something toward the cop. Way higher than if there's a woman, if there's a kid involved. You know, you're with your girlfriend, you're with your family. Not saying it's impossible to do anything fucked up with your your girlfriend or wife or kid around. I'm just saying the odds of it happening. I don't know what they are, but I know they're they're lower. I mean, they're drastically lower. I, I mean, that's like that that cop that shot the guy in Minnesota, and then you saw the kid running out of the vehicle. That guy's with his like wife, fiance, whatever, and a kid. What like what are the odds that this guy is doing something violent toward you? Is going to shoot you at a traffic stop with his wife and kids? Lower. So I mean, you can kind of factor that on the spot. You don't need to sit back and assess that one. You you kind of know shit like that. Like when I was doing a checkpoint and I'm pulling over a car with just a couple dudes in it. That's a little bit different than a dude and his family. It's way different. It's a fucking a completely different way you're looking at it. Yeah, well, and uh, I want to talk reaction very quickly because that factors in as well. Um, as you see on the video, it's like, you know, well, you got the gun on me. There's, you know, it's aggressive. It's angry. He's dealt with guns before. 
I get a gun pulled on me. I've never had a gun pulled on me. I am literally pissing in my pants. I am nervous. I'm like scared shitless because there's a gun pointed at me. He gets aggressive in the video when the gun is on him. He's getting angry yeah. because the gun is pointed at him. That shows a lack of fear. That shows a comfort level with guns I personally do not have, especially a gun pointed at me. It's like one of those movie scenes where, you know, someone has a gun is like, you're going to put that gun down, son. You know, like he's, he's too calm. This guy seemed a little too comfortable with guns, <laughs> the, more so than I would be. If I had a gun on me, I would be like, I would have to clean my seat because I would have pissed through my jeans. Him? No, he, he's more than willing to yell at a cop that has a gun pulled at him. So he, he's got a comfort level I do not have. All right. When uh, I, I think a lot of that is is because I, I don't even think it's it's necessarily so much a comfort level with having a gun on you per se. I think it's more of a. This is I another problem. I think, I think people are too comfortable general. around cops, man. I think people are too comfortable around cops because they don't look at them as a guy with a gun anymore. They they look at them as, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. According to this amendment and that amendment, I I shouldn't have to worry about this bullshit. Well. There's a guy with a loaded gun there, and whether he's in the right or the wrong, like I was saying before, there's a smart yeah, way to a talk human to a being. guy with a loaded gun, and there's a stupid way to talk to him with a loaded gun. And people shoot because they're scared, you know? Uh, you, sh- you pull the fucking trigger because you're scared. And if he's in the wrong, then you, you fight it later. You you you've, you have have your girlfriend film it, but be calm in the video, because that makes him look like a dick. If he would have got that camera on him and he would have been like, yeah, no problem, officer. Yeah, um, again, I, I didn't have anything under the seat. My hands are right here. Um, just want to let you know I'm complying. Yeah, and in the, and as we said, the whole time, the cop is very clipped in his response. I understand, sir. Yes, I understand. Yeah. I mean, he's not angry in response. Calm. He, he didn't, fuck yeah. you, get your fucking hands yeah. up. You know, there's none of that. He, he didn't look, you know, he didn't look like he was rattled and fucking oh god oh god oh god because yeah it's like okay well if he's if he's so scared that he's not in his right mind then yeah that's when he's making bad calls and pulling guns when he shouldn't he seemed like he was on top of everything so that it, it seemed like he had control of the situation and knew what the fuck he was doing whereas this guy was acting like an idiot so i yeah again it looked like it weighed more heavily toward the cop until the guy calmed down then it's like all right well maybe he could have lowered it. i mean there, there was a woman in the car he's he, he, probably not doing anything i mean yeah you don't want to risk getting shot over probably but you also have enough control there if, if you're you know you're right there you, you could see his hands if he's got to lean forward and grab from under the seat you you got the jump on him even with the thing in the holster in your hand on it i mean you're just just or you know have it out but lower it you that, that, that's what I would have done. If I personally was searching that car, I would have, once the guy calmed down, yeah, the gun's not on him anymore. Yeah, and like, and as we, as uh, you've done checkpoints before, I have not. So I take the side of, fuck, I don't know what's going on. I, the cop has the gun on him. That's what happened. You've done checkpoints, so you're speaking from your experience, and that's all we can do is life, in life is speak from personal experience. All right, do you have an opinion on, uh, Cops, guns, white supremacists, or sex dolls, shoot us an email. Uh, go to jakevever.com. Go to jakenathantimmel.com. Uh, you can leave comments on our SoundCloud. I guess we have gotten a comment on Stitcher in the past. I don't check it as often enough. Uh, I, I know people listen through different manners, through different methods. Uh, I generally 
check SoundCloud, but uh, leave comments where you can and leave reviews where you can. Give us uh, nice things to say about us, say nice things about us on reviews, and tell your friends to listen. All right, that's the, the, the speech. Thank you for tuning in. Jake, have a good finish to your weekend, my friend. You too, man. Later.